comes down from a darkened sky to a party of four standing outside an ornate but old ancient gate near a ruined manor by the sea. Bart, Karzalek, Crow, and Trees, having arrested after the battle for Balgo Watch, gone to a council meeting, gone shopping, and attended to a few errands, they stand ready to explore the last local promising lead they really have, the last lead of any substance in the search, not only for Molly, but for the rest of the people taken at the Koyar Lighthouse. Short of being told by Romal to seek Bulabudur, bring smoke and justice to the croaking fire, find your family and friends, y'all are out of easy options. It's early evening as darkness fully descends, and you stand in the windy, salty air. What do you do? Well, Bart would probably just sidle up to any opening or window or something like that that maybe had a area where he could boost himself up to look in. Okay, so you make your way across the the garden with the ruined walls outside, yeah. and uh, so it's it is dark. Are you gonna move across there with any illumination? A crow would um, move forward and avoid any illumination and try to look in. Okay, so we see Bart and Crow both sort of start making their way, they creak their way inside the gate. Um, we'll resolve what you find in a moment here, Crow, but Bart, just to nip that in the bud, any illumination you're going to provide here for yourself to be able to see? I think no. Like, okay. is it pitch black or? It's. I mean, it's it's like the last minutes of twilight. Okay, so then, yeah, probably not. You would probably, you'd look inside the windows of this house, and it is just pitch black inside. Right, okay. So any shreds of starlight and moonlight, you know, is not going to work out for you inside. Okay. So you go ahead, no lights. Yes. Karzalek, trees? I think Trees is following behind a little bit. Uh, I think Trees pulled out a torch, like, like to potentially light it and hold it, um, and maybe just hold it out, but recognizes that everyone else is not feeling that way. So I think I just have the torch ready, and um, I think I'm just following behind at this point. Okay. But you guys are Cars sticking together then? Karzalek, you're going to come along? Yeah. Cars, I'm, I guess, I mean, so they're outside the gate right now. Are, are they at the mansion already? You're like creak. I'm imagining right now as you guys are declaring kind of your marching order here, if you have one, um, you're just like creaking your way inside the gate. It's open um, and you're stepping onto the cobblestones. There's like a less than a minute walk to get across this garden and get inside the house. Um, OK, you're not well, quite there yet. Cars will have definitely left star at the gate entrance, tied her up there and, okay. going, and it's, it's on foot just to clarify that. And okay. he'll be aside trees, um, also kind of mumbling though to trees, kind of an open thought. I thought Molly was coming to Wrinklebing for a, a 
a hog competition or something. What, what reason does she have being here? What could bring her here? You know, uh, maybe she's got an adventurous spirit like Bart here. Bart, what do you think? Yeah. You think like, she's still here? I, I don't know why. why. Be here? I hope. Ah. Hmm. He's gonna kind of like jut his jaw a little bit. She was always um, um, a little bit rebellious, Molly. So maybe she viewed this as a challenge. I don't know. Maybe she was um, lured here. I I don't think we know enough at all to make any sort of assumptions. All we have is that she came here for some reason, and I hope she's still here. But we'll just have to find out. I hope so. Well, uh, I think we'll follow your lead. Uh, let me know if you want some light. I can hold the torch out ahead of us. I think probably best I cannot... Once, especially once it gets fully dark, I will not be able to see anything anymore. All right. Agreed on light then. Hey, let's creep up. Let's go. Okay. So ahead of you, let's go over it again. Just what you see. And this may seem a little familiar when I read it. The road to the house winds through the rocky coastal terrain, often offering a view of the sea below. Low clouds press upon you. Occasional patches of moonlight appear out over the water. A stiff wind blows in off the waves, carrying the briny stink of churning salt water. The decrepit house sits on the highest ground in the area. Around it, a stone wall has crumbled in many places exposing the interior grounds. An ornate metal gate lies open at the end of the road, swaying slightly in the wind. Wild flora grows throughout the inner yard, but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat here. Near the house, the rotted wooden roof of a water well rises out of the tall grass. Now that is kind of up and around to the side um, I'll actually place you guys more accurately on the map where you would be approaching. Um, to your left, those of you with dark vision, you would see the main portion of the house, as well as what is the front door. Um, from where you are, uh, you know, trees and crow, you would be able to see um, just the... Uh, you know, in the theater of the mind here, this well around the backside of the house, where you can also make out it's a pretty sheer drop-off uh, to the sea below. The main edifice of the house, sorry, main thing I wanted to actually say there, um, the main edifice of the house kind of runs along the front of your vision here. There's about a dozen windows and a big door. Maybe we should uh, take a quick walk around the perimeter, just so we know our our ways our ways in and out, and just so we know that we're alone. Exactly. Didn't hurt. Uh, should we split up or uh, stick together? You never split the party, Trees. <laughs> I don't know about that, Crow. 
<laughs> it's worked out well for us, hasn't it? We're all here. Saying that in character just made me laugh so hard for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> all right. Let's, so let's, uh, let's, uh, stay together, but uh, let me go ahead so I'm not quite as illuminated. All right. Uh, we haven't officially lit anything, though, right? Not yet. No. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for a cue to light a torch, basically from Bart, because Bart yeah. doesn't have vision from what I've The noticed. one in the party that doesn't see so good in the dark. Okay, I am so dark visionless. You guys going around the house together. There's a left yes. turn and a right turn you could make here. Go across the front of the house first or go towards the water well around the back that you as players know somewhat what is back there because that is the route that you took to go in last time. That went well last time. You done, Crow. I think uh, Crow would start looking for the rear entrance first. So, well, uh, you could look. You could look either by going to the right or travel across the front of the house and come around that way. Both look like oh. they go like there's enough terrain in the garden for you to make a full circle around. So left or right? Left. Uh, left it is. Okay. Everyone's in agreement. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Crow. Why don't you move yourself out about as far out as you would like to be? Um, I guess if. There's a torch probably outside of any light the torch, torch is casting. So we'll, yeah. we'll said no torch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I would yeah, imagine yeah, Bart would ask you to light it pretty soon after gotcha. Crow leaves, because otherwise Bart will just be stumbling very soon. Crow is out by about, what, 40 feet, 50 feet here? Yeah, something um, like that. And you guys want to just go ahead and start moving your tokens around the side of the, uh, the house? You're welcome to do so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I feel like if, I mean, the sun is setting, it's time to light the torch, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, say. it's dark outside. Like, the only light that you have outside is starlight and moonlight coming through the patchy clouds. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. So I will uh, pull out a torch from my backpack and uh, light it. And then I will also uh, cast Mage Hand to hold the torch cool. so that I don't have to be holding it. And I Very will just have it be like floating in the area in between us and Crow. So like, there's just like this floating <laughs> torch in between us that so that we can all all be on like the perimeter and Bart can see, but um, nice. we're not being super visible. There's just this weird floating torch going around Soulmore Manor, the haunted place. And a torch does twenty feet of bright light plus twenty feet of dim light. There's a torch right there. Um, it is emitting the correct, so 20 feet of, of low, of bright light, and then an additional beyond that 20 feet of yeah. low light. Okay. Exactly. Make sure that's enabled. There you guys go. And I am going to give you control of the torch, Michael. You are the torch master. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead and it's just like this floating one. cat's paw hand holding this torch. <laughs> I like that. Can you move it? There you yeah. go. Okay. Obviously not that close to Crow, though. Sure, sure. Why don't you guys put yourselves like now, tailing. like, before we go ahead, put your guys, you guys fully where you would like to be uh, and, and we'll commit, and then we're going to go. I would say I'd ask you to not move more than your movement speed, but you're not in initiative order right now. I'm going to wait to see how far Crow goes to see where I place myself. 
Unless okay. we're just like continuously moving, which is harder for us to like. Yeah, well, and just in, in that case, because Crow's in the lead, let's just have Crow kind of go first and then you guys can follow, right? Yeah, so it's, I feel like it's probably like Crow and then like 40 feet to the torch and then probably like 40 feet to the rest of us on the other side of the torch. Makes perfect sense to me. So I think I think visually Crow would just step out of your sight. Yeah, exactly. So I'm constantly yeah. like on the edge trying to see you yeah. and like you can barely see us on the other edge as okay. well. I, I can see you just fine. <laughs> yeah, 100, 120. 120. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're like just outside of this like bright looking light. You see, I imagine lights to you just are like a city at night flaring all the time. Um, and you enjoy the shadows. But that's another matter. Let's go ahead now. Crow, why don't you go ahead and move to where you'd like to? Okay. And then we'll have the party follow. All right. Um, and of course, let me know if I see anything interesting. Uh, in Roll20, I'm seeing creatures with red X's on them. And um, So, okay, so you're moving up to the, to the front door. Um, um, so far, yeah. Yeah, and that door swings open. And you are right. There is a creature token on the map with a red X over it. Um, with your keen dark vision as you pass by the front door, it doesn't take any check to see what's inside. Um, there is a approximately dog-sized, like a Great Dane-sized animal that is laying on the ground, completely still. You can hear the buzzing of flies from here, and its rib cage is completely exposed, and the guts have spilled out across the floor. Poor puppy. It's right in the main foyer of uh, of the main house. I will, um, I guess at this point, creep a little closer because I'm curious. Okay, towards the Already front door. abandoning my perimeter check plan. <laughs> Already so, abandoning yeah. perimeter check plan. Okay. Um, you enter the front of the of the house, or do you just want to stand on the doorstep? Um, on the doorstep, just kind of peeking sure. in. Okay. Uh, let me tell you what you see. Um, the interior is dilapidated and damp. Uh, you can even tell just by looking in that it's moldy in there. There's cobwebs and dust thick, uh, except for a pretty worn track through the middle of the room. It looks like many, many footprints have gone over it over you don't know how long. Um, that's apparent right away. Um, you know, the corridors are uh, usually five feet wide. You can see a couple of hallways winding off from here, uh, and the ceilings in those are about 10 feet high, as well as the main room here has a, um, a ceiling height of, of, like, 30 feet. It's very grand. Um, and it's, it's pretty wide. It's, like, 25 feet wide. Um, Otherwise, you know, it's it's dark. You can tell it's completely dark in there. Um, it just opens onto this musty, dirty entrance hall. Um, there's a corridor to your left, a corridor to your right, and a corridor dead ahead, as well as this dead creature uh, in there. Um, if you move closer, you could probably inspect the creature, but from here, it's, it's still, you're standing like 40-something feet away from it. Mm, okay, um... 
think Crow's immediate need is to know if this thing is long dead or just okay. dead. So she does she does creep a little closer, trying to be quiet. Okay. With that, um, just go ahead and make me either a nature or survival check. Okay. All right, first roll tonight, everybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. here we go. First roll back, back with the main party. Yeah, first roll after a bit. After, after a, a bit. All right. After the um, battle for Balgo Watch and some uh, shopping. <laughs> I got a whole hey. nine on my nature roll. We're getting back into the yeah, nitty gritty yeah. here. Okay. Um, I love nines because nines always make me think as a GM, what's the difference between a nine and a 10? Right. You know? Um, 10 is obviously like, you know, something, you know, like the basic thing that you're supposed to know from whatever you're looking at. It's um, a dog. Nothing more beyond. Yeah, exactly. It's a dog. But like more than that, like, you know, in this case with a nine, I'm going to say, you know, that this thing's been dead for at least a couple of days. Um, it wasn't killed today. There wouldn't be this many flies and it wouldn't be in this state of decomposition if it was killed earlier today it just wouldn't be possible right you don't know exactly how many days but yeah. it definitely is like days not hours i'm not it doing the law and order forensic yeah. analysis on gong, it gong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i put my paw uh my claw up to my mouth and i whisper use the message cantrip okay. to whisper to crow and i'm like uh, crow see anything spicy i'm not not spicy per se, but there's a dead animal, um, like a dog perhaps, uh, just inside the entrance. It's been dead a few days. I'll add that even with just a nine, you can tell that it's not a dog. It's about the size of a dog, oh, okay. but it's not a dog. Uh, it's some animal. It has fur and that kind of thing. I'm gonna say it doesn't not. have fur. Sorry, have no, fur. no. Okay. It is. Uh, all my assumptions are wrong. That is what. <laughs> that is what, what jumps out to you that makes it not a dog. Is like you haven't seen any hairless dog that looks anything like this. If anything, the skin that's glinting in the uh, faint amount of starlight that comes in the door looks like it has scales. Scales. It. It might be the blizzard. Uh, yeah, I guess the two of you just see me whisper, but you can't hear anything, and yeah. then you just see me like, <gasps> apparently a blizzard baby has been slain at the front gate door. Or something. I'm not sure. Crow, uh, do you want us to come up, or should we keep perimetering? Let's let's keep walking the perimeter. Let's, let's okay. be cautious. We'll, we'll check it out on our way over. Okay. So you guys and, continue. Yep. Yep. And I, I think Crow would kind of hug the wall a little closer than uh, okay. than before. Um, as you're walking by, peek. as you're walking by this next room, there are windows that are like at eye level for you. Mm -hmm. um, do you peer in in particular, or just want to like kind of absorb what you can as you go by? Um, it's kind of like the the cartoon thing where my face slowly rises up over the okay. the windowsill. <laughs> so and that, back that down. first one, then let's move you up <laughs> to that window. Vibes. Yeah, perfect. So this room was clearly once a library. It's got bookshelves on the walls. Uh, most of the shelves are clearly broken from here, and in many places, and they've come away from the wall. There's even like one laying across the floor, um, and there's piles of rotten books. I'll keep going. Okay. 
and you come to another room. You can clear. You see, there's a wall dividing these two. Um, you peer into this one as well. Yep. Okay. Um, this one, you can tell there's a door at the far side that looks like it leads to the outside. And even with your dark vision, you can see pretty clearly there's like a patio. Um, the door looks closed, but actually, interestingly, um, it shouldn't be obscured because it's actually made of glass and it sort of looks like that side of the room is almost like a solarium uh, and there's shattered glass all over the north side of this room that you're looking into there's a grand hearth in it um other than that it looks like this room is bare like there's no shattered bookshelves and books it's like nothing's in there except for that shattered glass and no more signs of life Obviously. No signs of life at all in either of these rooms that you've looked at. No. Okay. Um, I'll take a moment to kind of just uh, notice that I can see through this room, through to the garden on the other side yeah. of the house. Um, and, and like out to the sea beyond out to there. the sea, right. So um, kind of getting a sense of how large the place is. Yeah. Um, and mentally knowing what side, you know, is what here. Um, okay. And then I'll keep going uh, up to the corner and then carefully peer around. Okay. So then the rest of the party, um, you guys are, arrive at the door, pretty much, and you can see in the door. Um, is there anything you want to do additionally? Because, like I said, you'd have to kind of get close to see what it is beyond what I already described, a, a exposed rib cage, entrails, and buzzing flies of a, a approximately Great Dane-sized uh, lizard creature. I think I messaged Crow like, uh, we're going to check this out for a second. Uh, right. We might need the torch. That's uh, why I asked. Don't go too yeah. far. Okay. Uh, as I gesture to Bart the direction of the door. Uh, Bart the, looks like he's already walking up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bart is walking up. I think Bart is going to kind of go up to the door and is going to, I mean, try to investigate. Like, I want to, Bart is going to look at the door kind of with a critical eye of trying to tell, like, has it been open for a long time? Like, I don't think Bart is aware whether Crow opened or not, but is it, like, obviously rusted okay. open? Uh, looking or? at the door, like, it's it's not rusted open. It swings on the hinges. It kind of actually flaps a little bit in the wind. Okay. And you can see that it uh, it has been pushed back and forth, and it's it's full arc that's by the dust pattern in the floor, like, many times. Okay. Including recently, but you don't know how recently. Recently enough that there's not any significant buildup of anything where there right. would, you know, right? It's, it looks like it's been opened a lot. Okay, I think Bart would also be interested in trying to figure out whether there is actually a blizzard in here or not a blizzard. So he would probably A blizzard. Step. So, okay, yeah. so <laughs> you, you walk through the front door? Yeah, I, I would step gingerly uh, in and, like, try to crane my neck at this thing okay. and see if I can get a better look at it. You want to make me a nature or a survival check to kind of, like, identify this thing? You're, you're still, you know, 20 feet away. Yeah, so. I probably will walk closer to look, look at my okay. thing, my ball, to see what I want. I think Trees is feeling a little paranoid and pulls out uh, their bow and knocks an arrow and just keeps an eye out for any shit that might go down. Because, like, we're all spread okay. out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I'll, I'll treat you I think as I'm having an action to, to attack, basically. What was that? I'll treat you as having a readied action. Yeah. Ready to attack. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm just, like, yeah. looking around and just in case there's something that pops yeah. out and is okay. bad. So while that's happening, Crow begins kind of like holding at the corner, waiting for the party. Karzalek is like 
what, standing in the door, keeping guard? Yeah, he's kind of following Bart. And aside from the corpse, he's actually going to look if, as, as you mentioned, Ben, the door, the swinging door kind of left an arc in the dust. He wants to yeah. see if there's tracks. Okay, so why don't you roll me a survival check as well while Bart does. Okie dokie. Right. And Bart Bart's now 16. about five feet away. Right? 16, okay. Mm -hmm. And Carr's got an 18. 16 and an 18 from Bart and Cars. Those are not Very bad nice. rolls, my friends. They're not yeah. crazy rolls, but they're not yep. bad. Um, okay. I'm going to say each of you, I think two of you or three of you correctly identified this thing. Was it two or three that actually said it's the blizzard? It was Jay and Zach? Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, I mean, like, I, I mean, was just transmitting those words. words. Yeah, but it was did you? Was, no, but I think I think I heard Jay say like, I want to see if it was yeah. a blizzard as well. Oh yeah, but that but that was just because uh, I was I overheard. Okay, well coming back from. Okay, well then we'll do it this way. I'm gonna get because I'm generous. This is how we're gonna do it. <laughs> Everybody, go ahead and take a mark of heroism. Hey, it is the blizzard. <laughs> I want you to take two. Yeah, because two. this is the blizzard. Oh, as you yeah. guys have named it. Uh, Bart, <laughs> when you walk up to this thing, you just, it, 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 you look at the entrails, you look at the flies, and you're, you're like, think, try and think about that, but then you look at the claws, and everything just falls away all of a sudden, and you're like, these are the claws that made the tracks at the lighthouse. This thing, or something like it, was there that day. <laughs> and now... It's laying dead in front of you. Do I do I kind of know what it is? Because I mean, it probably is not actually yeah. a blizzard. Um, it's, it's basically uh, you basically know what it is. You don't know like what it's called or anything. Okay. But you blizzard. know that yeah, you're calling it a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a blizzard. Uh, okay, um, yeah, what? <laughs> no, no, but you know Nobody that it is um, a, a common a, a common kind of creature that lives in not on your peninsula but other swampy areas in the the uh, Balgol Fjord. There's, uh, you know, reptilian creatures that tend to live underground, um, and they only come out during the hottest season of the year to sun themselves. That's what you know. Okay. Um, they're not something that, like, your people or farmers or people from Schlossglesher have ever, like, kept as livestock or pets, but you right. know that you know, some of the other beast folk of the world do. Um, that's basically what you know. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know that this thing's been dead for some days. Um, Karzalek, you were looking for, like, tracks, specifically? Tracks, disturbances in the dust. Yeah, okay, let me draw on the map where you see tracks, because you, you see a lot of them. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I think I messaged Cantrip to Crow, and I'm like, mm. uh, looks like we're going inside for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. Um, so there, I'll say it again now. So, Karzalek, you know that there's this really prominent 
set of tracks that goes from the road outside the driveway all the way to the front door through the front door and then all the way to the back of the house through a door that looks like at the end of the hallway is slightly ajar um, as well it branches into three different locations one set of tracks goes up the stairs another set of tracks goes into uh, some rooms to the right and then another set of tracks goes into one room on the left. It doesn't seem like it goes into all of the rooms. It just goes into one of the rooms. Ars mutters to, over to Bart and back to Trees. Well, it doesn't look like we're the only ones with business here. Be on guard, everyone. <clears throat> That's a good sign. It could mean that, that Molly did actually come here. Um, and this thing does match the description, kind of, of the blizzard back at the lighthouse from the, a while the back. What yes, the, the blazes blizzard. is that doing here? I, I really don't know. I recognize it now that I'm a bit closer, and it's a subterranean creature, but it, it makes me wonder if maybe this house is connected to an opening underground or something. I don't know why else it would be here. I, I honestly don't know too much about these things, but... Karzalek nods in agreement, deep in thought, looks back to trees and, and uh, sh not shouts, but calls back over to trees. Trees, can you get in touch with Crow? What does she see around the corner? Uh, I can... Uh, Crow! I whisper message to Crow. Uh... Yeah, we got a blizzard inside. Uh, what do you see around the corner? What do I see around the corner? <laughs> what you see is a dilapidated chimney and a view of the moonlight sparkling on the sea. Uh, trees, it's it's all quiet back here. I'm, I'm going to go forward if that's okay with you all. Um, I think I, hearing back of this, I whisper can't message to Bart, and I'm like, uh, Crow's gonna keep going. Do you want to come back out and keep circling? Um, I, that kind of probably depends on, did cars like kind of intimate that, uh, you, well, you said you spotted tracks, right? And then kind of talked about it. So I think Bart would, Bart is probably gonna be like, hmm. Uh, go. I think just just have Crow keep going around a bit, and then if nothing else interesting comes up, just come on back. But I feel like we should follow some of these tracks. This is the best uh, the best sign at life that we've seen pretty much at all since getting here. So, are there any tracks that lead uh, the way that Crow just went, Karzalek, but that aren't Crows? I don't see any, but one set of tracks is heading towards the western wing that Crow is along. Maybe we could follow along on the inside while mm. she scopes out the outside. I like that idea. Let's follow from the inside, Trees. Uh, Bart, uh, we'll, we'll shuffle that direction. Shuffle. Okay. Down. You're, you're, you're basically all heading in the same direction, but Crow is outside. Yeah, and... I think, at least in Cars' head, like he definitely wants to follow these tracks, but he also recognizes that Crow has a good idea of making sure we're uh, ideally alone, you know, from outside. So, 
as long as they can like maintain some sort of like general line of sight like he wants to kind of pursue the in the tracks inside while still being like within relative communicable distance of crow who's outside okay makes sense so is there a marching order you guys want to give me down the hallway I guess we accessed a Bart. Bart was in first, so I guess cars would probably follow Bart. Yeah, we'll be in front. I think. And, I think, just and then Trees is gonna come inside as well, and yeah, and, and do this slink whole. in towards the doorway, keeping an eye in and out. Whisper message to Crow and be like, "We're heading inside. You can follow us or check around the corner. Maybe we'll meet you there. I'll be in contact. I'll be outside. Okay. So Crow, let me know if you want some light. You can move on up, Crow, if you'd like to. Um, just to where I could see inside the window, I'm, I'm hoping to see yeah. signs of my party coming down the hallway towards you this You can't part of the house. quite from this angle, but if the party wants to proceed, you very well may. You see the door that they're probably going to yeah. come through. Right. Proceed! We do have the light source inside at this point, too, probably, so. Yeah, there, you can see then as they approach with the light source, you can see a a little bit of light coming from under a cracked open door at the far east side of the room that you're peering into, Crow. As they, as I, as I know they're approaching, I do want to kind of uh, move around closer to the window to okay. fully scope out the room and make sure nothing is lying in wait for them. Okay. You see, um, as you as you kind of make it into this room, you're, you're hopping up into the room, or you're just looking into it. Um, I'll just hop up on the. Uh, okay. I guess just uh, yeah, I'll hop up, um, up to the windowsill. You notice that that's really easy to do because this window uh, has actually been busted. It seems like from the inside out. There's <laughs> um, some so glass familiar. crunches <laughs> under your feet outside. Someone um, very brave and selfless must have broken. Yeah, <laughs> and you, uh, <laughs> someone who wasn't afraid at all. Um, yeah, you you can hop up there. It's easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And this, the rest of this, you guys. At this point, do you think Bart uh, can see the tracks and follow them? Yeah, it's it's easy to out. see once you if you're looking for it and someone is pointing out to you, you can see these. Okay. You know, you guys can see on the map here after all in these so, big lines where there's this like it's not just like tracks of like some footprints in the dust. It's like a worn trail. Okay, are these doors that I'm pinging on the map? Mm -hmm. Those are doors, yes, and okay. they are um, also a little ajar, um, just you know, cracked guys. open a little bit. I'll fix that on the map. So Bart would probably be trying to move quietly at this point and would like stop a little bit before each door to listen before like poking his head around the corner. Okay, go inside. ahead and make me a perception check. Okay. 15. Uh, 15, uh, you just hear your companions and like every sound that they make is deafeningly loud to you. You know, you're just like, we're making so much noise. We're making so much noise. But like, you really aren't making that much noise. You're just moving through this creaky old house uh, and you don't hear anything else besides the movement of your, your friends. All right. And if I poke my head around the corner of this door and don't necessarily see anything that would dissuade me yeah. from doing so, I'm just going to slowly move up. Yeah, that's the ruined library. The one on your right. Um, do you want to check that one out? Yeah, like, I would do I would do it at all the doors. The cursory. So on that one, you do see uh, this room was once a writing room or a study against the wall under the windows. Sits a large wooden writing desk, partially broken and riddled with damp rot. There are three drawers on each side of the desk and a large central drawer. The latter is closed, but the others are all open. 
and two of them have been broken open forcibly, kind of laying on the floor. And this last door in front of us is open as well, correct? It is open, a crack. Okay. So then, like all of them the have tracks, been left open. Yeah. So since this is where the tracks go, Bart will call me. Yep. Move forward, gently push the door open. This is true. You went to the side that uh, that has tracks that do not diverge into any other paths. They just go into one spot, and they seem like oddly they end at a place where there is some shattered glass on the old wooden floorboards. I, I, unless I'm crazy, cars, it just seems to stop here, right? Cars is gonna oh, and... mm. go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Please go ahead. Oh, Car cars would walk up, and he would actually kind of like, like stomp on that area, just kind of ch in the sense of like, like, is there, is there like a, like, is there a trap door here? Is it like, is it hollow? Just like, like, so not like hardly stomping, but definitely giving like a little knock, but definitely thinking about what Bar Bart just said and. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe, like, looking around or any of the windows. You said the window was broken. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a bunch of smashed glass in here. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Cars isn't totally sure himself, but he does like. He's just under like the impression. Oh, maybe like, there's like a trap door or something. He doesn't know, so he will okay. like just. Okay. So kind you of you want to like check out the floor right there? Yeah, it's kind of like wrap yeah. the spot. Okay. Um one of the floorboards kind of jiggles and as it does oof <laughs> gavin do you want to say something here welcome fools welcome to and this magic voice booms through the room it's a voice that sounds like it's all around you and strikes fear into you momentarily but then it, it's almost like it comically fades away. Um, and it feels like there's like the sort of buzzing in your ears, like some sort of magic just popped them. Mm. Uh, Bart is going to be like kind of standing sorry. on his heels. Go ahead. Standing on your heels, you notice that Karzalek pries back a floorboard and there is a secret passage under this one. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was that was incredibly unexpected. <laughs> well, uh, cars, would, cars would have drawn his sword at that voice and just, I mean, he's still like, what yeah. the hell was that? I, I, I thought it was you for a moment, but then realized it definitely was not, but and then this passageway. Uh, uh, Bart will probably step back to try to see if he can see trees this direction and like wave trees over and be like, tell, tell Crow we found a, a secret passage. Yeah, cars will go the to the closest go. window. Yeah, cars will go to the closest window to see if he can spy trees and kind of like wave her over. Uh, yeah, trees like let out, uh, accidentally let off a shot when that thing scared us <laughs> in the middle of the inside of this room. Like, oh, <laughs> That's great. oh shit. Uh, <laughs> and then turns around, sees uh, Bart there, is like, oh, was that, was that you? Some sort of magical messaging or something, I think, but th th there's a way down. The tracks lead to, to, to a passageway. Come, we should investigate. And so it's like a passageway. It's like a steep ladder 
Yeah. So, so I message to Crow as I'm uh, walking towards Bart uh, into that room. Uh, I'm like, Crow, uh, we seem to have found some sort of secret passageway. Uh, come to my torchlight, uh, or if you can find another way in. Um, kind of as I'm hearing this message, uh, she'll just hop down off the windowsill into the room and say, and just say, I'm, I'm right here. I can hear you all. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's great I think I accidentally lose concentration on my mage hand when she scares me <laughs> and, and the torch just the drops out in front uh man okay oh, maybe I should go pick that up can, can you see anything down the passageway cars Cars uh, tries to take a peek down there. What, what, what yeah, does he you see? see? You see this long wooden uh, framed staircase. It's very steep, maybe like uh, 20 something feet long. Uh, and it arrives at what looks like a banquet table and a couple of chairs have been pushed over. Uh, and there's like a hearth in the distance that looks like it's cold with no fire burning in it. That's what you see. It's a big room down there, and you feel like you're not seeing even half of the room by just looking down this narrow shaft that goes into it. Cars is going to kind of like, you know, ready himself up with sword and shield and just kind of mutter, any room that doesn't have a door to get in is worth checking out. And with that, he's going to kind of make a motion to like, hey, let's go see what's what's up with this. Okay, so you guys go down the staircase cars would yeah. like to bart would be on cars heels let me copy outside to grab the torch real quick <laughs> make sure that this place doesn't burn down while we're uh going down here reasonable reasonable okay so you guys come down the staircase and let me get to the right room here um should i should i send our torch down first or does somebody want to sneak down first um, let me sneak first and try to preserve any element of stealth we may still have. Okay. There is a torch now, and it is um, Michael going to be under your control again. Cool. Okay. Everybody yeah, can see. They feel like it's it's working. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Could could we say I that love actually it when yeah. it works? <laughs> could Crow be the one who kind of goes down first, and we just uh, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll we'll just, just move kinda... you guys to reflect that here. Okay, sweet. That good, and then the crow can go in first, and we'll just imagine you guys are up there. Perfect. Okay, Thank go you. ahead, crow. Alrighty, so I see this long table with chairs that have been knocked down. Yep. Um, it looks like I see a bunch of bedrolls. Yeah, so you well. make your way all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of look at those first. And, and there's, there's the... like, how many are there in this room? Like a dozen, ten, um, ten yeah. bedrolls. They look like they've been tossed. Um, there's also a blood stain in one or more of them. Um, at least one looks like it is soaked with blood. I'll touch it to see if it's still wet. It's not. It's like okay. sticky, but it's dried. Gotcha. All right. Um, keep moving. I guess. Um, go take a look 
you know, walk past the long table. Okay. Make me a perception check as you come to the hearth. Yeah. Okay. Perception check. Or actually, investigation or perception. Either way, you're you're either investigating way. right now. Okay. Um. Actually, I did roll perception, and that's okay. I got a six, but you a know. six. Yeah, you can just tell that you know this this flue here connects up to one of the fireplaces above, so it would be a great way to hide maybe whenever this was built um, a secret chamber. Just have a secret floor underneath your house that nobody knows about, and the smoke from the chimney goes right up with the rest of it. That's what you noticed. Um, knowing that, I will just you know. This is always so dumb, but uh, put my head like you know inside sure. and looking upwards. <laughs> okay, you you look inside and you look upwards and you just see darkness. It's so dark you can barely even make out if you can see all the way out. Um, do you want to like take time to inspect this and see if you can inspect it more thoroughly? Um, like taking ten on the check so. effectively. And, and, and keep in mind, um, it would be with dark vision too. Yeah, so I think with with dark vision, like you know, you see that like it's unobstructed more or less to the sky, um, okay. but it's just it's it's dark. That's what you get. Your eyes tell you it's dark, and uh, among this uh, sort of like a collection of objects that are in the hearth, there's a kettle that seems like it's been knocked over. There's a spit that's not set up. There's like fire tools that are discarded to the left of the hearth between the table and the hearth. It looks like uh, whoever left the fire also, like some of the logs didn't even burn all the way. Like, it looks like this fire was not burned to the last, nor was it put out uh, with any sort of, you know, deliberate fashion. So someone here left in a hurry. Um, just for future reference, is the uh, chimney here something that any of us could fit inside and climb probably bart could probably fit inside okay good to know <laughs> just um, in case that comes up i think <laughs> when crow has her head inside the chimney i i message to her you see anything um, i'll just tell them what, what i see uh, it's clear up i can see the night sky um but i think bart could climb if we if we needed it just keep that up all right, good to know. Uh, should we join you down there? Uh, sure, come on. All right, okay. I nod to the others and um, leave my torch at the top. I'm going to do the mage hand thing again, cantrip. Okay, uh, and bring just the hold torch. the torch at the top of the stairs. So it's still right. dark down here a little bit, but sure. there's a, maybe a little bit of light coming down. So we're not... Enough to see for Bart that there's yeah. these, you know, the table exactly. and the beds. Okay, um, Crow, as you sort of like pull your head back out of this flue here, uh, and you, and I imagine your hands are like bracing yourself, you know, on either side of it as you go in, one of your hands slips and presses a stone that goes chunk into the wall. And it reveals a secret door in the wall that sort of gives way and the back of the flue opens and reveals a large room on the other side as you all hear the grating of stone against stone. 
I would reply again to the message cantrip and say, oh, there's, there's also a secret room. Um, I forgot, forgot to mention that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's wow. an important detail. That's, that's uh, obviously the most interesting thing right now. So uh, she would proceed up to where she can see in. Um, okay. Really getting scared at this point. So trying to be very quiet. Sure. Okay. So you enter that room. Um, so shoulder height wooden bottle racks line the north and west walls here. There appear to be no intact bottles left in the racks and shattered bottles cover the floor. Immediately... The tale of Cordell Brookie comes to mind as you see a staircase leading up to a door that flaps in the wind and you see star and moonlight outside. Um, in the center of the room lay, uh, lays a, lies a human corpse uh, clad at one point in an armor but long since rotted away. Oh, a large shield covers its legs, and a long sword lies by the corpse's right side. I'll um, resist the urge just to run forward and look at it. And instead, <laughs> uh, I will step into the room and uh, just still trying to keep the message going, the message spell to stay as quiet as possible. Say, um, there's a body in here. Maybe, maybe Bart can tell us more about it. I think Bart would try to stealthily follow into the room, staying low at this point. Yeah, like, Trees has a uh, an arrow knocked, like, here's Crow's response, and, yeah, leans to Bart and uh, gives him the cue to move on in. Okay. As I'm, like, uh, still holding the torch uh, near the stairs with the arrow, just, like, looking around just in case something pops out. Okay. So Bart will so, step in, probably. Sure. And then po- poke his head back out and then whisper to trees again. You're, you're gonna need to bring the light around again. Shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, uh, of course. I'll, I'll send it in. As this, like, little, like, floating uh, torch just comes flying around my head. <laughs> Great. I'm so, everyone here. Uh, where is the body about on this map, Mr. Ben? The body is um, right here. Occupying these two squares, splayed out. All right. Uh, in the middle of the room. Step forward and maybe do a little investigoni. Okay. What is it? Uh, you're just gonna look at it and kind of like try to perceive yeah, I, I wanna, the yeah, armor. I'm looking for crests. I want to maybe like poke okay. around in some pockets a little bit to see if there's any identifying information or okay. something like that. As you reach down and sort of poke around in some pockets of this armor. Um, What's your armor class? <laughs> 16. <laughs> Let's see here. The more snakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> swarming like 25 up, snakes <laughs> right onto, your, onto your hand as you reach into this pocket and feel this just wet writhing sensation as you reach in there swarming up onto your hand are many maggot like 
scrub kind of things that sort of just coat your right arm, uh, and you are able to shake it off and realize that this entire corpse is infested with a monstrous form of grub, and everybody needs to roll initiative. <laughs> I love I love the singular, the form of grub. <laughs> the form of grub. <laughs> it is a form of grub. It's a form of I grub. I rolled a oh uh, crit fail. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, so it's a one for uh, total numbers. Let's go with total uh, numbers. Total is two, two for cars. Two for cars, elect. Um, 21 total for Bart. 21 for Bart. 18 for trees. 18 for trees. And 15 for crow. 15 for crow. First, in the order, round one, Bart Fudd. These swarming rot grubs surge over your arm, but you manage to avoid their attack. Okay. Uh, Bart would probably, like, you know, just, like, reel back and uh, in shock and probably say something in Sylvan, since I can't speak to animals. Okay. So I'll just probably be like, like I'll just exclaim in shock at these grubs and be like, "What, what, what are you doing here? Wait, what are you?" Just like you know, okay. in a way where they can't understand me. Technically, and I can understand okay. them if they respond. Interesting. Interesting. As a free action, they you hear a million voices echo in chorus. Feed, feed. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Uh, shit. Clear motivation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they have chosen to reach out to you and respond, and that's what they wanted to say. Yeah. We don't like that very much. What are you gonna do, bud? Uh, yeah. Looking at some spells. <laughs> While you look at spells, I'm gonna grab a beer then. Yeah, I think subconsciously Crow was remembering the last time she messed with a corpse, and that's why she didn't want to be the one to, to do it. Yeah. Bart, Bart, Bart do be investigative, investigative at this point. Like, I think yeah. Bart is just excited to have a lead. I'm poking, poking everything. Yeah, I was, I was thinking more like Bart could tell what killed it and how long it's been dead, but... True. Okay. Finding grubs is way more fun. So... Okay. So Bart is going to reel back, hear that, and uh, we'll just we'll just summon Ibby. We'll get Ibby up in this. Okay. Ding dong. Drag that Ibster in here. here. Comes Ibby. Here comes Ibby. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> A shadowy dog apparates in the corner of this ruined wine cellar. Yes. So it's land again. It's Ibby. Okay. And then. I can bonus action make this thing do it. Right? That's how this works. Oh no, it just takes his turn. What you gonna do with the dog? Dog is going to attack. Dog All is right. going to bite at grub. Alright, you bite at grub. Make that attack Go, roll. Maybe. Um, let's see. Rolls.
Uh, that's a 18 to hit. 18 is a hit. Deal your damage. Go, Ibby. Bite the grubs. Spirit dog. And it's piercing damage? It is piercing damage. Okay. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, Ibby gets a mouthful of grubs. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Bart would then probably uh, retreat back like so. Okay. What, what, what are these moving? squares in the corner? Yeah, just by moving. Um, so you move away from one of these swarms. Um, I believe it's going to make an attack of opportunity against you. Okay. Um, so it misses. Um, and these squares over there, those are um, like large cisterns that look like they used to be used for some sort of cooking or preparing of something. Oh. Like this is the wine cellar, so maybe they also had like a, a big, you know, open water thing at the bottom of the stairs. Like you imagine maybe the kitchen is up above here. All right, uh, can I get behind them maybe? Like just duck behind some? There's like a very small amount of space there, only like a couple of feet. So if you're gonna be back there, there may be some advantages, but there may be some penalties. Oh, okay. Like if it, I'll, I'll squeeze back there maybe, and is there a, a possibility of me squeezing like uh, up or down yeah. as well? Okay. So sure, then I'll just, squeeze. I'll just, yeah, I'll just hide back here for now with the knowledge that I can get out sure. in other directions if I need to. Sure, okay. And that'll be my uh, turn around. Okay. Next, in the order, round one is trees. Okay, so I just heard, like, a scream in the other room. Because I was, Pretty like, much. facing the other... I was, like, guarding the secret entrance while I was holding the torch yeah. with my mage hand inside the room there. You hear a scream, and you probably would be able to perceive Bart cast a spell and summon Ibby and then run across the room. Sweet. Uh, so the hair stands up on my back. I turn around, uh, like, with my arrow facing into the room. Uh, see just, like, a body that's like a pile of maggots, kind of, or something? It's like a body that is surging out with maggots that seem to have maybe been occupying its entire form. But you guys only found that out upon inspecting it. Awesome. Uh, trees stifles uh, some some throw up or something, and uses his action to uh, move his mage hand at the body, and move right. the torch into the thing if I can do that. So I would can do to that. Try to You've hovered the torch over the uh, over the body, and the flames lick at the armor. Yeah, I'm trying to get. The, I'm trying to light the maggots up with the torch if possible. Yeah, but. they're so low to the ground that like basically we see your torch scrape across the ground and maybe you touch like a few of them, but there's just so many that it does not constitute an attack. Okay. Um, but that's still my action anyways. Um, so okay. I think... Uh, they, uh, that's gross. Uh, we're way better than this, right, gang? Cars, get them! <laughs> um, and I just like step aside. Okay, step <laughs> aside. Move your torch. Yeah, step and, aside. and just keep my bow and arrow uh, locked and loaded, just in case right. something else goes down. But next these are up, just maggots. Next up, this swarm of maggots gets to go, oh and half of the swarm is going to surge. Uh, let me just check, make sure I'm doing this by the book here. Um, oh yeah. Okay, it surges forward. Um, 
Oops, that's the torch. It surges forward towards Crow and makes it one square. The other uh, group of maggots surges forward onto Ibby's square. Um, no, Ibby. And occupies Ibby's square. Um, next, it is going to make an attack against Ibby. What's Ibby's armor class? 13. 14 on a die with a plus zero to hit uh, is a hit. And the target is infested by 1d4 rot grubs. At the start of each of the target's turn, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage per rot grub infesting it. So let's roll 1d4. I rolled a four. Okay, so four rot grubs. At the start of Ibby's turn, he's going to take 46 damage. Holy moly. Um, yeah, they're just grubs, though, right? Um, okay, and that's their turn. Next in the order is Crow. Okay, About five feet I'm... away from these things. Yeah, um, did Crow notice what's happening to poor Ibby across the room? Yes, 100%. Okay. Uh, Ibby probably doesn't look very happy with the... Crow, or the uh, grubs burrowing in, I'm guessing. Probably um, not. So uh, this is a stairway up to the outside. Uh, it looks well, like right? it, yes. Okay. Um, she's going to make for the outside. Um, so is moving through the cistern area difficult? Like difficult terrain? Yeah, if you're going to move through that square, it's going to be difficult yeah. terrain. It's like, like they're pretty know, big. They're climbing over it or around it, whatever. Okay. You know, trying to stay away from the grubs because sure. I would rather not be infested with them. That makes um, sense. So, uh, <laughs> that's cool. In that case, I will move um, move out. Okay, I'm just going to move you up to the top of this, or you can move to the top of the staircase, and we're going to treat you as off the map, okay. outside. Okay. Next, in the order, Karzalek. End of round one. Hey, Karzalek is going to come tromping in. See, wait, 5, 10, 15, 25, on his stumpy little uh, legs. He's like, what? One well, Olacrawl's name is going in here. Ugh! And he looks, he sees these writhing mass of grubs. And he's just going to, like, sword and shield and feet. He's just going to go up, like, stomping at these things, swinging at these things, okay. just trying to disperse them. Um, so I guess that would just be a one-handed longsword attack for the time sure. being. Sure. Yeah, make make your attack. That is a 21 to hit. <laughs> That's definitely a hit. <laughs> I'm going to spoil is... something and say here that I, you guys are going to be able to hit pretty good. If you don't roll... <laughs> if you don't roll just absolute trash you will uh you'll hit these things <laughs> nice and that's um that's seven slashing seven slashing okay yep and that's his turn yeah you uh skewer a few of them and open a few of them up and they die but there's just so many of them um, okay. This thing has like Next 8 up. million HP, doesn't it? One for each grub. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, round two, Bart. Okay. So, um... um and I think... Ibby goes after see. me. Will, okay, so it, it goes after you. Gotcha. I was yes. going to say, it means at the start of the turn, not yeah. at the end of the turn. So, yeah, spell first thing, Ibby's going to have to take Shares my initiative modifier, but takes its turn after me, is what it says. So. Okay. Um... Uh, so... I think Bart will like poke his head around the corner here and looking forward 
Um, can I, are these, so like kind of mechanics wise, can I attack yeah. the grubs that are on Ibby? You can attack the grubs are, that are on Ibby if you want to go and attack. You can attack an adjacent creature, right? So the swarm mechanic is that it it's can just, occupy it's square. Okay. a square that another NPC can occupy. Okay. So if you um, can get up and be adjacent to it, you can make an attack that's within a five foot range. Bart is going to cast uh, Ice Knife at okay. the swarm on Ibby's square. So is that going to affect Ibby as well? Yes, it will. Okay. So I'm going to make an attack roll against the, the Glurbs, and I'll just kind of yell, Ibby, get down! Uh, that's a 19 to hit. <laughs> I mean, yep, there you go. Okay. Deal some damage. They also all need to make a dexterity saving throw. DC 15. <laughs> These okay. grubs are going to do their best. They're going to make <laughs> such a good dex saving throw. I got, I got a 9 on the D10 damage. They got a 0. <laughs> All right, so then everything within five feet. I'll, I'll have Ibby make the deck. If you want to make a deck save yeah, for Yeah, oh, I'll make a deck save for Ibby. I mean, he's here. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what his 15 stats. on the die for the Ibster. He, he has a plus to deck, so he passes. Nice. Good job, Ibby. Nice. So Ibby does not okay. take the AoE damage, so he's fine. But and that's a save or stuck AoE damage. Great. Okay. Yeah. So the swarm takes uh, nine damage from the 1d10 and then takes an additional four points of bolt damage. Is it nine piercing uh, or nine cold? Piercing on the and first make one. me a okay. Make me a perception check. Uh, ten total. So yeah, with a ten, you can tell obviously that piercing damage doesn't seem like it's going through all the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so how much cold. piercing damage and how much cold damage? Nine piercing for cold. Okay. Um. And then so this, how tall is this stairway? It's uh, 30 feet high. Okay. Um, so and then... by the way, the swarm that you attacked is not looking great. Okay. So I think Bart will kind of like try to get the high ground as okay. well and go up the stairs to kind of like stand over Ibby and okay. direct Ibby and stuff like that. And then okay. Ibby's And then Ibby's going to take that 46 damage. Yeah. And I roll in chat 19 Holy damage, damage as he is just talking all over. That hurts. Let me just make sure that's all that it does. Um, oh, it is a spirit technically as well. I don't know if that yeah. matters. Okay. Diseases, no, no, but... that's uh, it's yep. fine. Unless okay. the spirit's immune to piercing damage. Um, I don't see why it would be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Alrighty. then Ibby is just like rolling around on the ground trying to get these things off of him. Takes some, take some big damn. Um, and then he's going to try to like bite at it. Like, you know, like when dogs bite at themselves and they itch too much. Yeah, it's scratching. <laughs> biting, yeah. Um, okay. Just to try to get these things off of him. Uh, that's a 18 to hit. That's a hit. That's a hit that's by a lot. 11 18. points of piercing damage from Ibby's 11 points of piercing. Okay. They're not looking good. Maybe just um, a few more bites. I think I think Ibby would then probably just kind of like run. I think Ibby would run into the wall to try to like rub against the wall to get him off and stuff like that. Okay. And that'll um, be Ibby's turn. As he moves out of that threatened square, he's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, leaving the threatened square of the, of the... I mean, do swarms not get 
I think they do. AOLs? I'm pretty sure they do. There's nothing that says it on the sheet that they don't. Yeah, I, I was about to Google it, but the sheet doesn't say they don't get them. So, um, 14 on the die with a plus zero to attack. That'll hit. Okay. So then the swarm of rock grubs is going to infest him with another 1d4 Hacking grubs. I'm just going to read this again and make sure I understand how it works. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, just, there's not enough information in this monster to say what it means when you get two successful attacks. So mm -hmm. I think, as far as I'm interpreting it, I just add another 1d4 rot grubs. And until this swarm is killed, it's like, it's on him, right? Yeah, he's going to take lots of damage. So, yeah. I shit you not, I got another four. Okay, Heckin so, grubs. <laughs> eight, D6 coming to Ibby on the start of his next turn. Ibby do be going to die, most likely. Unless yeah. Dies Come on, feed that dog a Scooby it's snack. Like, you're, you're attacking this thing, but they're just, like, covering this spirit dog. It's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Um, this, is, this is very Princess Mononoke-esque going right it now. It is, like, covered <laughs> in demonic bugs. Oh, no. Um, okay. So that's Ibby and Bart's turn. Next up is Trees. Okay. Um, so I just I just, just ran to the side and watched cars run in. So I peek and see what's in. I, like, run inside. I guess I didn't see, I didn't see that piercing damage didn't really work. I'm still holding my bow up, but let's see. So what exactly do I see? Because I haven't been you looking see in here. a staircase with yeah. Crow and Bart on it, like looking like they're trying to get out. Maybe uh -huh. fight while they're trying to get out, but also try to get out. Uh, uh -huh. You see a spirit dog covered in smoke, also covered in maggots. Um, That's right here? Yep, that's right there um, by yeah, the collapsed the shelves side. covered in broken glass that's all over the floor here. Uh, there's two water cisterns to your right with gross liquid in it. Um, and there's another swarm that's like occupying kind of like a a pile right in front of Karzalek. And then beyond that, now you see a skeleton basically that's been like laid bare by these grubs uh, laying in the middle of the floor. So there are three swarms separately? No, there's two swarms. Okay, One of two. the swarms has basically covered Ibby in okay. itself. And the way gotcha. swarms work, they, same I guess, space. move around into the same space, and then they can stack up, this one at least, can stack up iterations of itself on top of you and then bite you, bite you, bite you, bite you. Cool. So there's one on Ibby. Where's the other one? In front the of one, cars? Uh, in, right in front of Karzalek, right cool. there. That, that one's within um, 10 feet of you. Oh, and one of them looks worse than the other? They're both reduced in number. There's a bunch of dead maggots all Gosh. over the floor. Uh, it's a I'm nightmare not, in here. I'm not going to yeah, lie. This is, this is gross. Uh, shoot. I'm just going to bane them. I'm going to cast Bane. I'm going to like uh, set aside my bow and pull out my very cool new talking drum. All and, right, your um, octopus drum. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, exactly. And right. um, start playing, a, working on a new little beat and <laughs> uh, and try to, yeah, get them some Bane, which also okay. will drop my, my torch will drop to the floor. All right. And much like uh, for another. the original purpose of the Tycho drum, which was to scare grasshoppers out of rice fields your drum uh may very well scare these maggots 
Heck yeah, so um, it's a charisma saving throw, DC 13 for both of them. How charismatic these bugs are. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna see what Be gone, foul beasts. They have a minus five to charisma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the DC? 13? 13. They gotta roll real good. Oh my god, they rolled a 19. Ooh. Holy shit, that's a 14! That saves! Oh, no. You had to. Wait, can I cutting word? No, that's not worth uh, cutting words. I'm not gonna waste my inspiration on I these love freaking that bugs. That didn't work. I'm sorry, but oh. I love didn't work mathematically. That makes me very mad. Um, you let's see. And they, and they just like get look enraged. I freaking <laughs> hiss at them. Can be enraged. That's what they um, look. So I did that to both of both swarms though. Okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. It's up to three saves. creatures. One of them fails. Uh, yes. You all allow you for my error. Pick which one fails. Um, probably the one in front of cars would be okay. better for us. I would one imagine. In front of Sorry, cars, Ibby. I'll mark with yeah. Oh, I'll mark oh, this with the cars yellow. is real. It is feigned. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's a minus a D4 to attack rolls and saving throws as minus long as I'm concentrating. Four. Okay. Um, and since I'm concentrating that, I jump back outside of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Play your like, drum. Nope. This place is gross. Yeah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> but I'm still like drumming in the other room. Slight, okay. Not like too loud because I don't want to make a, a ruckus. Like, yeah. but okay. I'm just concentrating. And drum quietly. All right. I'm muting next it with like my furry order. elbow. Okay, I, I hear you. <laughs> the next to the order are the rock grubs. Awesome. And they are going to make some attacks. First off, one of them is going to swarm up onto Bart. Hey, I'm 30 feet up. Oh, you know what? You are right. You are 30 feet up. Hey there, um, buddy. That's that's fair. They would have to go up at least 20 something feet. So they're going to begin moving up the wall at <coughs> Bart. We'll leave them in that square right there. And now they are 15 feet away from Bart. You good. Um, Okie dokie. Because uh, the, the top of the stairs is where it's, you know, 30 yeah. feet tall, um, like at, at the level. So you're at like the 25 mark okay. and they are now at the five up mark, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so they're 20 feet from you, I suppose. They slow. They're very slow. It'll take them four turns to get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in the meantime, the other one's going to make an attack at Karzalek by moving Oof. Onto his square. Get off my, my square. What's your armor class, my friend? It's a, it's actually a pretty solid 21. Wow. They rolled a 19 on the die. They have a plus zero to their attack. And Jesus. you are not... You cannot be hit by these things. <laughs> they crawl funny. all over you. And you just, like, are squashing them as, you, <laughs> as they crawl on you. And you're like, my armor, my new plate armor. It's amazing. Dude, thanks, guardsmen. Holy smokes. Yeah, Damn. it's literally impossible for them, even on a crit, to hit you. Um, okay. Then it's Crow's turn. Uh, I guess first off, is there anyone else or anything else up outside nearby? No, you see there's like a, a kind of dilapidated kitchen that you're okay. in. Gotcha. And there's nobody outside. You see a dead snake on the ground uh, where there's a well right outside <laughs> the door. That's what you see. Completely irrelevant, obviously. Um, you're like, ah, a dead snake. Weird. Yeah. So uh, uh, looking back down towards 
her party members fighting these bugs, she kind of just says down there, everyone, these are bugs, they're slow, just walk away from them. And she uh, does try her firebolt spell on the ones climbing up the wall. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Yeah, I'm not super sure if like single target things can hurt these guys, but we'll try. Um, let's see. I could be accidentally 3.5 rolling myself here. Okay. All righty. Uh, I rolled a 12. That hits. Alrighty. <laughs> so it'd be three fire damage. Three fire damage to that thing. It's looking like there's just very few left of this swarm now that's climbing up the wall. It, they, they start to like even sort of scatter. Okay. 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 That's my turn. Next in the order is Karzalek. Well, these, these bugs are all over him. He's just going to continue swinging, swatting, and smashing as he goes along. So okay. um, should I just roll with like a long sword? To yeah, just, just roll okay. your attack and we'll see what, what happens here. All right. That is a 14 plus 6, so a 20. And um, <laughs> yep. Yep. damage. That'll do it. <laughs> that is 8 slashing. It's great that th their armor class is so low, but you guys haven't even rolled that low. So it's <laughs> hit every time. Their armor class, I'll tell you, just part the, the veil here. It's eight. Um, so Sweet. It's not that hard to hit them. It's very hard for them to hit you with a plus zero to attack. Okay. So you, uh, what's your, your final number there? Uh, that is eight slashing. Eight slashing damage. Okay. Um, this one is... Looking pretty bad, but not bad. <laughs> That's it. Just he's gonna just keep on smashing until all these little bugsies are squished. I, it's like you're stomping on a bunch of them and you're swatting them and you're throwing them and there's just so many of them and you're just working your way through it. Yeah, um, like, I think the scene is here. You guys incinerate, smash, and generally destroy these bugs but ibby goes up in a puff of smoke as he is gnawed on by the majority of the swarm until you guys make your way over there and kill those ones bye ibby and you're out of combat i'm gonna go back in our weird spotify playlist because it's like gotten into some weird shuffle shit now <laughs> like mega man is happening yeah it's, it's all right but it's not what i had in mind. It's kind of victorious. It's kind of victorious. You're right. I maybe should have let it go for a minute. Oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good job. You guys won. You killed some bugs. Nice. Those were some very angry grubs. Um, What's up the stairs, Crow? Um, it looks like a, a kitchen of some sort, but let's let's keep exploring the the secret hidden area first. And Crow's just anxious to get back downstairs. Do you guys want to take a look at the skeleton that you unearthed with the sword and the shield, perhaps? Yeah, is there anything unusual? Or is there anything, like, particularly yeah. poignant about this? Um, one poignant? thing that you notice is that this is a suit of half plate. Um, so that's a thing in itself, is that it's kind of banged up, but it's half plate armor. Maybe worth bringing back to a blacksmith, and Nelly's trading in for the value. Um... There's also a serviceable longsword and a serviceable shield. Um, you also find one explorer's pack 
Uh, it lacks the rations and water, but it has everything else that an explorer's pack has. Cool. So, longsword, shield, pl a half plate, explorer's pack minus the perishables. I say we scoop it all and then we will divvy it up at the end of the session. Sure. So you put it in, you guys find a way to carry it in your bags and you grab it. And then okay. you guys want to go back into that main room that you came down? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in exploring further in this little hidden okay. room. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Move you guys. Let's scoop up my torch with the, with the uh, mage hand again. Okay. So there's the ruined beds with the one that looks like someone died in it or was treated for a grievous injury in it. Um, and then there's beyond that a couple of doors uh, in the room in the far east side. Um, one kind of goes to the north and one goes to the east. The one to the east is a jail cell door. It is a uh, wrought iron bars that lead into a room and crow as you make your way over to it you clearly see that there's shattered bones laying all over the floor powerful cleric must have been here <laughs> um, she's definitely going to keep her distance from the bars just seeing what happens whenever you mess with dead bodies and just kind of get to where she can look into both both rooms Okay, so the room to your north is much smaller and not as dingy. It's not a, it's not a jail cell. Uh, it's mm. actually got a bed and a desk and a little end table uh, and a chest in it, even a chair. Um, oh <laughs> when you step in there and sort of like check it out, um, you find an, a note um, on the desk uh, and a piece of uh, a parchment that looks like smudged at the bottom um, and there's an inkwell with a quill that's been overturned and the ink has dried. It looks like there is clearly a struggle in this room. Uh, you've noticed that throughout this lower chamber but especially in this room it looks like there was a horrible fight. You see flecks of blood on the ground um uh, as well as there's a firearm on the floor that looks like the front end of it, the metal part where the bullet would come out, has been bent up, like crumpled like a dead corn stalk, bent under the weight of a heavy plow. And uh, do you read the letter? Yeah. This is what you read. Rosetta. My most heartfelt congratulations on your triumph at the torch. I'm sure he met his fate as he lived, a liar and a thief. The sea ghost departs on the morrow for the Pimply Isles, where we hope to resupply and be ready to aid you in but a moon and a half's time. Our share of the tribute now includes some items of great interest that, of course, I would yield to you before we submit as part of the application. It seems the legends weren't all lies after all. Some miscreants attempted to steal from us at the manor, but they were loud and foolish and woke the spirit of the old git. At the end of the day, they did help us uncover a new room in the basement and some artifacts from the alchemist's time. We subdued them, but they 
Burned the room they fought the spirit in, and it spread to the east wing. Scouts spotted a couple of guards fucking around outside the gate, but they let it put itself out. We're going to lay low for a little while. Leave as soon as the ship is ready, and... And the message is cut off there, as the quill seems like it trailed off dramatically, like something happened. And you think whoever was writing this letter didn't get to finish it. Very, very interesting. Um, I'll... Well done, Gavin. Really quick, everybody. That was yeah, yeah. very good. Thanks. Amazing. Very good. Um, Bravo. Yeah. Crow will step back out of the room and uh, just kind of gesture for someone to come closer and holding out the letter. And hand it to uh, let me let me copy and paste it. Yeah, that'd be great. That because I know that that's something that you guys are gonna wanna. You would if you had read it, you would have poured over it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, muchly. So, um, but 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 it is a letter that I've shared with you in the handout here, um, and you're able to gather from looking around the room and the associated monogrammed items, um, some of the other scraps of writing that you can find that seem much more mundane, uh, that this person, their name was Sanbalet. Mm -hmm. And I've heard these names before. You've heard that name while you were on the Rust Tide Rider. That is right. I, 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 I uh, remember, and I'll say to to my uh, friends, um, Rosetta's the captain, and the pirates on the ship were hoping that someone with this name, Sandbullet, uh, seconded the, the captain on her pledge. And uh, they seemed afraid of them, so um, this... The captain, I'm thinking, is perhaps that, that big red frog thing that I saw. I mean, roses are red, right? And then um, she'll just hand the note to, I guess, Bart, if he's there. Yep, Bart will take it and read it over. Mm, this does not sound good, Crow. This sounds like somebody else has taken Molly. If, if it was Molly, it was one of the miscreants, but... She is a bit of a miscreant, anyways. Yeah. I was about to say the same. Let's, let's yeah. be honest with it. With the yeah. here, yeah. a list of times that flashed through your head, like there yeah. was the time where she conned the corn on the on the cob vendor at the fair. Yeah, and she got twenty-seven corns on the cob. God damn it, Molly! There was a time at the fair where she came back and she had twenty-three pounds of candy. What the fuck? <laughs> and you know. <laughs> I swear I learned in a competition. But the a crow would kind of smile, remembering these things, and say, but I'm sure she can take care of herself. <laughs> and um, uh, I'll step back into the room, and I guess uh, start looking through the desk, if it has drawers at all, and the chest. Yeah. Um, you find a bunch of financial documents, primarily. It looks like a payroll for about two dozen men um, 
and uh, the name of a ship, the Sea Ghost. Um, uh, there's details on uh, how to load equipment. It looks like this has been uh, facsimiled by some sort of uh, Franklin-esque device with two pens and some clockwork. Um, you, you know, you see, this is like the corporate office of some sort of pirate group. Right. Um, I'll quickly glance down the names and see if I recognize any. Mm. No, it also seems like they're using code names on okay. all of them. Like, Got it. Um, Sanbalet is one of them, but other all of them are, you know, like usually one word and mm -hmm. some sort of like proper noun or an animal name or, you know, something like that. Sure. I definitely will hang on to the list of names because it could be useful sure. later. Yeah. It definitely, um, it definitely is a list of names with amounts paid, times paid, amounts of hours worked, jobs worked, and you see a list of cities that ranges from here to Georgia's Key, which is hundreds of miles away. Uh, maybe from this we could infer, and I'll, I'll be, I'll be showing it to the rest now. Uh, maybe from this we could infer their their route and where they might be in the future. Absolutely. And um, if it's enough papers to take with us, I'll, sure. I'll, or, or if it's not too many, I should say, I'd like to. No, you um, can absolutely like you can if you can find a way to stow it in your pack. You can take it. There's there's like a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Okay. Um, start you'll be able to prove in a court of law very easily that whoever <laughs> was in possession of these papers was committing large amounts of theft and then selling it to people at a bunch of different places from here to another continent. Uh, she would uh, nod towards cars in particular and say, um, these are probably relevant to your report. And kind of hand them over. Hey, thank you. And he would take those and, yep, I'll make note of that. Okay. Anybody right. else want to do anything here? Uh, nobody else. Go for it, Dries. Oh, thanks. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was like a moment where like maybe we were all in there and like we yeah. had like the light floating above us and like we're just like really kind of getting down to the nitty gritty of things it sounded like, right? Like yeah, we kind of absolutely. have really a paper trail here. Um, um, I think uh, after that, I guess I'm kind of curious. Uh, Trees is like wondering about these other rooms and uh, also like just like paranoid about this place and being sure. like uh kind of whispering to everyone else like uh now that we've got this uh uh this all this stuff should we head back or is there more to explore down here as i'm like just like looking around like a cat on a full moon or something while you're looking around why don't you make me a perception check okay what's okay. worth good let's all this first Perception, I rolled a 10. Okay. Perception is zero. Yeah, zero, 10. With a 10, you you look around and this room, you know, it's clear to, to you now, this place is probably riddled with secret passageways. Like if you spent the time combing over it, you would probably, between the four of you, be able to find exactly what you were looking for. If you're looking for a passageway to the surface, if you're looking for maybe another set of doors somewhere in one of the walls here. Um, and you notice one seems like it's open. Um, beyond the chamber that you're looking into with the two shattered 
skeletons there. There's a, a seemingly like a cobblestone wall that just gives way like it's on hinges. And you can see um, with your dark vision that there's a space behind it. So it's like you're yeah. moving in. Yeah, I go, I'm bringing my torchlight behind me using my dark vision to peer into this uh, secret room. Uh, okay. Also making sure that the others know that I'm wandering yeah. over this direction. You, you motion to them, they they look at you and you move in. So, and they are, they're totally able to follow if, if you guys would like to follow trees into this next chamber. Absolutely. Um, uh, Crow, uh, did you have a chance to look in the chest as well? Yeah, the chest was, um, it seems like it was filled with mostly mundane items. Um, like clothing, um, it was locked, but you were able to just like sort of jimmy the lock really easily. Um, very simple lock. And inside the chest, as well as the mundane items, there actually was um, 410 silver and 49 gold. So, you know, I guess is the chest uh, easy to move? No, <laughs> it's, it's um, a chest filled with hundreds of metal coins. So it's like, yeah. uh, if you're going to get it out of here, that's going to be like, a, and then you get it out of here moment. You have to go and do that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, um let's see, would be nice to take it with us. It would be. Maybe you can consider that as you accompany your party or choose to not accompany your party as they go into this next room. Yes. How, how much gold? 49? Um, 49, I believe is what I said. Yeah, and four, 410 silver. Yeah, so we'll say in, in the chest for now. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it for now. Okay. And then a company. And a company. Go ahead and move your token. I think as Trees is exploring these, like, secret areas, um, I just kind of whisper to the others, like, I bet old Eli would pay a pretty good price to find out about all this stuff. Maybe. Um, you also recall that you were recently at a meeting at the new Soulmore Manor. Um, right. That was where uh, Anders Soulmore, um, I believe, uh, hosted the discussion with um, Manistrad Copperlocks and Eleander Fireborn. Uh, as well as Ada Oland and the absent uh, Gelen Primewater, all the counselors of this town. But you recall, without much effort, that one of the nobles is of the line of this house that you're in right now. And they built a new mansion in town, and the cemetery was named after them. And the whole region kind of like bears their name, or they bear the region's name. It's kind of hard to tell. So, more than Eliander might be interested in this, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. As you enter this room, though, what you see, um, it's like a laboratory in there. Um, there's I think a I, like, feedline leap over the dead bodies that are still there. Like, what are these dead they're, bodies? They're shattered like that are bones. They're just shattered, shattered bones. bones all over the floor. Like, okay. bone dust and fragments of bone. Very small fragments. The, the biggest thing that you find is, like, an intact femur. 
Um, it looks like there's also some dried blood in here, which doesn't match the skeletons. Uh, Everything seems perfectly normal in here, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Totally normal room. Uh, Secret lab under a mansion filled with ruined jars of powders and liquids. Looks like things have been recently removed, as the dust indicates. Um, And there was a scuffle in here. There's dried red blood and shattered bones all over the place. But it doesn't seem like any item was left in here, actually. It seems like the place was pretty thoroughly looted. Uh, Bart would probably try to, like, crash down and figure out if it was, like, humanoid blood. It, it seems like mammalian humanoid red blood. Okay. Bart just um, scratches his head. I don't get it. Were the Soma was so private that they built an entire floor underneath their house hidden from view? Money makes people do strange things. So I usually try to just keep as little of it on hand as possible. <laughs> but uh, it does seem very strange. Uh, I think Bart would like walk forward and just try to like maybe do an investigation check on this on the altar or whatever the, the other side of this room. Take a look. It's at like the, the big desk it has like a mortar yeah. and pestle on it and like a bunch of beakers and ruined glass. I um, think I got a nine. A nine, yeah. Um, it looks like what you can tell is that there's spots that used to be dusty that someone recently enough that like there's a perfect ring where something was taken off of this desk and you're like, huh, okay. Someone looted this like last week or something. Like dust hasn't had time to accumulate in that spot yet. Okay. That's all you get though. All right. Are there any obvious tracks or anything leading out of this room or into this room? There's tracks all over the floor. It's kind of hard to tell with the shattered bones and the chaos of it. Cause it looks like people were just running kind of every direction. Uh, no survival check necessary. You guys see a struggle in here, right? He's, this is like a scene of a battle. Okay. Uh, there's there's a fragment or two of a skull, and it's just, you know, it doesn't take long for you guys. You've fought undead before. Um, yeah. It looks like somebody fought the undead here. Um, there's also, I guess, one thing I left out. A hole in the ceiling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> About oh, one person that. wide. Whoa. <laughs> oh, and it looked like a bunch of people punched through the floor or something. It looks like people uh, walked out onto the floor and then were heavy and fell through because they walked on a rickety floorboard is exactly what it looks like. Somehow you just know that. I don't know why. Wow. <laughs> um, Strange. I have such great intuition sometimes. So, so where are you guys going from here? Um, You've been here players um, before. Crow, um, thinking, you know, they found a couple of hidden doors already. Uh, she's just, just going to start walking the wall and, like, poking looking all for... the bricks and okay. looking for anything that, that looks out of place. I'll ask everybody, first, what is your bonus to investigation? Everybody. Zero. Zero. Minus one. Minus one. <laughs> Minus one. one. 
minus one and crow. And one for crow. A one. But we have a we have a wow. net negative one investigation. So, yeah, on ten, right on taking ten, you get a modified eleven on this type of a check. So if you want to take twenty. You're going to need to take some time to do this. Yeah. I'm boning up on the rules of taking 10 and taking 20. Oh, so, I mean... At least in our game, a home rule here for no one, someone who's not familiar with that. Um, if you take enough time to do a climb check that's like 10 feet high, but the DC is hard because it's slippery. If you say, I take three hours to climb up this 10 feet, any good GM should be like, okay, fine. You know, like you get up there. Or, or they say, no, you can't. Like, it's impossible. And so what I'm saying is, there's probably secret doors. If you guys want to take the time, it's going to take, in this situation, it seems like taking 20, which is going to take some time. We got all night? Yeah. Okay. I heard that you, like you're time. extra cool if you stay here all night. <laughs> you did hear Where that. did you hear that? So it's just like around I town. I heard things around town, you know. I talk stupid about childish things. rumor when Trees was trying to like cook at Oland House or whatever, maybe. Oh, God. Like <laughs> um, which wasn't breakfast. I heard about a rumor about some kids trying to stay there all night recently. Those dwarves. And I thought nothing of it because like, Trees doesn't. breakfast think. time, but it was actually dinner time. They told you. Yeah. Um, well, this is like their. This is like the closest lead they have to finding Molly. So I, yeah, I think at least yeah, cars it would have no sure. issue. Just like it's gonna take you guys place. a while. It's gonna take All you right. guys. I'm gonna say an hour to uh, to find one. But eventually, you find one. Okay. And it's now it's it's like nighttime. You, you imagine outside. It's got to be pitch black. There's no more twilight. It's it's gone. Um, you find a secret passage. And it is just like you found Crow before in the uh, in the walls up by the the hearth. There's one on the bottom left side of this room here, the southwest. I'll move uh, here. I'll move the little line of sight blocker out of the way, and you guys can probably see it now if you go over to that square. Okay. Please now, no end to it. <laughs> so you, what you see, uh, I will read to you. There is a recess in the cobblestone wall. Um, there's obviously a torch that's set into a, a bracket here, uh, and that bracket is attached to a cobblestone. And as you push it in and twist it, chunk, 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 this thing just opens. Uh, inside, the walls are slimy and the floors are moist. Uh, though the smugglers that seem to have made this place home have laid matting down in places to make them a little bit more easily passable. So imagine the floor here is like wet with puddles and periodically they've laid these big burlap mats out to give you some traction. Um, ahead of you are some rough hewn stone stairs uh, and relatively squarish walls. They're, they're, they're pretty rough, though. You guys want to go ahead? Yes. Hell yeah! Mm -hmm. We're going in. Uh, yeah. Going in. Marching order looks like it's Crow, Bart, Karzalek, then Trees. Yes. Yep. I got the rear. Does it okay. smell like the sea? Like uh, make a perception and... check. I mean, I would just taste the water, too. <laughs> uh, the water doesn't taste salty, 
but okay. it is horrible. <laughs> Delicious. I want to spit that out. <laughs> nah, I'm the favorite. Constitution You taste the water and you're like, you know what? There's an imperceptible amount of salt in this water. This must be slightly <laughs> infused by the condensation of a sea cavern. Absolutely. I know this to be fact. And yeah, you're like, this must go out to sea. Also, you hear like, whoosh, whoosh of crashing say, waves. I hear waves. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's just trees working on the drum in the back. <laughs> okay, so uh, there you go. You hear waves. It's definitely connected to the ocean in some way. And there are steps down? Steps down. Yeah, it leads downwards. Let's uh, cautiously descend them. Okay. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. Sounds good. Just to cautiously move down. Everyone who's going to be cautiously moving down, make me a stealth check. All okay. right. Everyone make a stealth check. And if you're all cautiously yeah. moving down. Uh, Natural 20 makes it a 27. Wow. Okay. Spicy. Damn. That is a 12 from Karzalek. Okay. Kind of the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an 11 from Bart. So. Kind of the opposite. Okay. We got a 21 from Trees. Right. You guys move ahead and, you know, other than the clinking of Bart's armor, or sorry, not Bart, other than the clinking of Karzalek's armor and the sort of like uh, rustling of the furs and like gear that Bart is now wearing, feeling the adventure again with his, his kit. Um, it, it seems like you guys are moving pretty quietly. Um, like you're, you're pretty confident that you guys are making your best effort at least. Uh, and you can move all the way up and you see there's like a split uh, and this is the cavern that I was describing before. To your right, Crow, there's a small cavern that's slimy, and there's, like, nothing in it. To your left is a passageway. Spoiler alert, there was a slimy cavern with nothing in it there. My gosh. So I can see that uh, the room to our right is an entire room with a back? There's or a back, and it continues on. It's like a, like a, a widening that goes out about... 20 feet and then okay. it continues on and then there's a passageway to your left as well i guess that's just the first thing she sees so she's going to approach it you approach it okay following the wall i suppose okay so you continue following the wall uh down here and let me find the right hand out here and i i do want to get a little uh a little far ahead, so I'm, I'm at least in shadowy, in not shadow. in the direct torchlight. Same formation as before. Okay, so this roughly circular and naturally formed cavern that you enter in the next room, go ahead and put your token in there. It's about 25 feet in diameter. Okay. It's just, it's rough and slimy. You, you sense that this place might even, like, fill up uh, at a high tide. Mm, uh, and you feel like you guys just missed the high tides. It's still wet. In place as night fully falls. That is interesting. Yeah, I guess I just make the loop back through the cavern. Okay. The yeah, you come back around and you saw. see that there's basically a big rock pillar about mm -hmm. 40 feet in diameter that makes this like circular tunnel right there. A couple of rooms, but nothing in the rooms except for tide pool like floors, dripping walls, slimy algae. Okay. Um, only one way forward for now is to keep okay. going down the passage. You keep going down the one remaining passageway. 
what you see up ahead, uh, there's a dead body. Uh, piled amongst some, like, heavy textiles and scrolls of paper, uh, parchment and other things like that. There's, like, a, a human man face down. Um, and there looks like a pretty large wound in his head. Um, as well as it looks like there's some stones um, scattered around the room. And there are some barrels along, like some casks along the south wall. Um, and some sort of like disturbed earth at the backside of the room. There's a lot going on in this room, I'm not going to lie. You see this room, there's a dead body, and there's scrolls and parchment. There's casks, and there's like this disturbed muck at the back. Uh, seeing another dead body, she's going to be doubly cautious and uh, kind of creep forward and you know, look down this new passage to her right as she gets closer to the body. Okay. Um, you sense as you look down this passage to your right that it is where the waves are crashing. You feel right. the air pressure kind of change. It's like whoosh. Whoosh, whoosh, as you feel the, the little bit of moisture coming from there as well as the air changing. Um, there's a little bit more of the casks and some debris. Looks like maybe these were like useful things, but they've been discarded for now. Pause and let the others catch up. And, and wh whisper to Bart in particular, um, there's another body Bart. I don't know if you want to Press your luck, or, or what here? Oh, can't happen twice, right? Well, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> Never. So, do you so approach the, the body? body is over here? The body is over here. It's in this right. circular it's chamber. It's labeled Juvenile Kraken. It's not supposed to be labeled Juvenile Kraken. That's funny. <laughs> ben, is this? <laughs> My monster manual. Oh, no. Uh, hold on. Let's uh let's change it to label it. Oh, Eleander Fireborn? No, hold on, let's label it uh none. But I just chose the green to the room. And cars will follow no, close on Bart's heels just to after their last experience, just to you know. Okay. If you ask, if, you got, if they gotta squash some things. So Bart, talk to me. Uh I'm gonna mage hand this one. Okay. Mage hand and rifle through it. Yeah. Okay. Learning my lesson um, a bit. You sort of flip flop around its clothing, uh, you know, and I mean, Zach, you'd be able to tell me better than I could tell Bart what you find on Larry. Oh, uh, it's Larry. Okay. Who knew? <laughs> um, uh, Larry was a half elf, by the way. So I guess you probably would notice a little pointy ear. Yeah, I guess, yeah you, you notice. Uh, you, I, I misspoke. Um, a, a half elf. So you, you see upon closer inspection some pointed ears. Uh, you do also see, see this body is much more recently dead than the one upstairs. Uh, but maybe matching the time of death of the blizzard. Yeah, um, Larry carried. You know, if he's still wearing his armor. He's sparing everything that he had. Okay. Uh, he has a mace, a chain shirt, um, light crossbow, and 20 bolts, an explorer's pack, a shield, and a holy symbol. 
And um, would they have left the gold on too? They seemingly did not. Whoever was here seemingly did not strip Larry. Um, One hundred and five gold pieces. Blood under where he lies, and uh, you see that they're in these caverns. You know, it's hard to tell what has happened in here because the pool of blood around Larry looks like the tide has come in and then gone out and then come in and gone out several times. So it's like this blood smear that has maybe even rotated his body slightly, but only in like two feet of water as it thrashes around in these tidal caverns. Okay, so... That's actually 120 gold, excuse me. I misspoke. Okay, and we will, let's get all the items straight later. Yeah. And a fruit, which might be important. Nice. That's that's awesome. You guys find this dead adventurer. Clearly a dead adventurer. If the one before wasn't clear. And it's kind of ironic that you guys didn't find the dead adventurer the first time with the first party, but now you found both of them this time, and one of them was you. (laughs) That's confusing. Yeah. It's a weird sentence, but there you go. (laughs) So... You guys sort of inspect this body, and Crow, you're standing at this intersection of these two tunnels here. Um, You're looking at this body. You indicate over to Bart, who goes and checks it out. Sure enough, no bugs surge forth from it to murder you guys. Um, It's just a body, and it looks like this place wouldn't probably be a good place for a maggot to live. They might get washed away. But you do notice something else. All of a sudden, when you're sort of just looking between your comrades, you see a figure walking down the hallway towards you from the sea. And it's probably pretty surreal at first because it makes no sound. But it just takes a couple of steps towards you. And you see a figure clad in all white standing eerily close to you. They drip with water like they've just emerged from a, a nice swim. And they shiver and shake. Their short, dark hair hangs just barely below their face as they raise it out, and you see Joby, mouth agape, right arm reaching towards you and wavering, and he says, and we'll end it right there. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Heckin' Joby. Joby! Yeah. The no, Joby! Of the Joe. Does everyone see Joby? Uh, I would say if it wasn't 11.03, roll me initiative. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have to roll that next week. If that thing looked oh, dangerous, yeah. yeah I mean, That's a great it. ending point, though. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs>